AU. Thanks for tuning in. Let the beat rock. Hi, welcome to the Faithfully Fruitful Podcast, a spiritual and personal development podcast where we put God first, balance life, and get things done. I am your host, Otisha, the busy, balanced woman of God, and I want to see you transform to win, endure to grow, take ownership for your life, and be the best you can be. And knowing that, your best is enough. So welcome to the show, and let's get started with your divine development experience. All right, so welcome back to the Faithfully Fruitful Podcast. I am so glad you're here again on this week as we continue this series of prioritizing. Yes, the word of this series is prioritizing. So without further ado, let's talk about how the series started. And I want to just briefly go over that. So these will be considered my church announcements. So <laughs> the first um, episode of this podcast was prioritizing yourself, because that's number one when you considering prioritizing. The next one was prioritizing education. And then this episode is going to be about prioritizing your peace. And I have a friend named Yoetta sitting right here. And um, she is the type of person that I have never seen unbothered. So when I thought about interviewing and who I was going to interview for this podcast, because I'm prioritizing myself, so I don't always want to come in here and be the expert. So when it comes to peace, I don't feel like I always keep the peace. So, but I have people around me that cultivate that peace inside of me that help me to flourish and exercise my own peace because they keep their calm when I'm not calm she calm (laughs) so um so I wanted to invite her in this is my very first interview on the show and I'm so excited about it because I've never done this before (laughs) me neither me neither so Etta um has been my roommate in college she was the first person that I told that um, I was having a baby. <laughs> Live <laughs> so, together. You worked with my mom. Yeah. So like Joetta. With the high school, high school. Partially. Together. Yeah. So we have been in each other's life for a while. And like I said, she is the perfect person for this topic today on prioritizing peace. So Joetta, if you want to introduce yourself, tell the, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. So my name is Joetta, um, soon to be 31 in a couple weeks, <laughs> Pisces gang. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where I can start. So brief background, I did work in early childhood for 15 years. Come July of 2020, I basically just like took a leap of faith and didn't go back because of COVID and just went with the flow. It was like, whatever happens, happens. But um, I do run an Airbnb. I'm an Airbnb co-host. Um, might as well say I'm kind of like a stay-at-home wife <laughs> part-time because I work seasonal in a garden center. So that's pretty like a little a little quick sum up 
about me. Garden center? <laughs> garden center, okay? So you already know, like, she prioritizes planting. She makes things grow. That's why she here on the Faithfully Fruitful Podcast. Because she helps me be fruitful, okay? So, um, so another question I wanted to ask you was... How did you figure out like who you were? What did you, how did you know? What made you start to believe like who you were as a person? I think always I've been like a positive person. I I do believe I've always been peaceful. Um, I'm the type of person that I always try to find a positive in a negative. So I've always had that like good spirit. You Mm -hmm. know, I've never really... I'm not a person, I don't like negative things, I don't like negative energy, I don't, negative vibes, negative influences, it's just kind of, it's not my thing, it never has, has been, so I've just kind of been like that, just that, that easygoing, mellow, calm, cool, collective person, it was just kind of like how I was naturally, how I was grew up, and you knew mom, Mm -hmm. mom was very calm, nonchalant, (laughs) she was just like a cool type of person, and I think that really rubbed off on me, you know, she wasn't like super, super extra, it didn't take a lot to please her. She was just, you know, she was just chill. And yeah. I think that really rubbed off on me I and how so I was brought too. up. I think so, too. Like, when I come to you with something, it's like, I would say you're a really good active listener. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, so that's how I kind of see peace in you as well. Like, if I come to you with something, like, you're more listening and taking it in and you're not so like jumping to conclusion or being one ear one in yeah, one okay. out the so other like you're not listening to answer mm-hmm. you're kind of taking it in and figuring out things internally and just kind of being that listening ear so i do appreciate that about you so the next question i want to ask is so going back to prioritizing who is the person or who has been the person that's helped you prioritize your peace and how do they do that Mainly because it's been us for so long, I would have to say my husband. He's been there for everything from good, bad, ugly, and things that people don't know. So it's mainly him, but also like, you know, you have those gut feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like my my gut self in the inside is like those voices that you hear, like you might not want to do that. Like, I think I listen to my gut a lot. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's like you got one on one side, one on the other, like, yes or no. I think I, I listen to my inner self a lot. Yeah. So you mentioned your husband. So for somebody listening out there that, um, kind of doesn't have that person, how can you recommend someone being open to that person I feel like you have to be open for somebody to really be able to be that listening ear and to be peaceful with you I think everybody everybody has like that go-to family member Mm -hmm. whether it's your aunt uncle cousin grandma grandpa you know you've got that one person that you can go to Mm-hmm. to talk to that's like not going to judge you and all that not going to ask all the questions that you already know that everybody want to ask you you got to find that one person i think everybody has that that one person they should go to and that's the person that you should go to you shouldn't you know you know you've got good friends and all of that but go to the person that like no like knows your soul mm-hmm. like knows why you coming to them before you got to say something Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that's good on to our next question yes I have no so so talking about so you mentioned a lot about your mom so for people that don't know you um so how would 
you prioritize your peace in tough situations. I want to bring up the topic about grief just because mm-hmm. you said that that's something that you are currently experiencing. Even though you're prioritizing your peace, you have been able to do this under extreme mm-hmm. circumstances. So however you want to prioritize this part of the podcast, I mm-hmm. will let you have the floor so you can tell your story the best. So to let everybody know kind of like my story and my background in this whole grief situation, um, I lost my mom unexpectedly in May of 2018. That's a story in itself. So just to give everybody a timeline, I lost my mom in May of 2018. So I lose her in the midst of planning a wedding. And then it's turned into planning a wedding, taking care of my grandma, having my wedding, my grandma getting sick. She passed away in February of 2020. Will actually be two years uh, this coming Monday on the 28th. So I lose my grandmother. Um, fast forward, pandemic, COVID, all these things are going on. Six months, I lose my Nana, which is my other grandmother. I lost her in August of 2020. Total unexpected. So keep fast forwarding to December of 2020, I lose my father. And all these are different stories. All are very traumatic, unexpected. Like none, none of this is planned. To now, I lost my sister this past year in July of 2021. So all of those situations have prepared me to prepare myself for extreme circumstances. Mm -hmm. My mom was the hardest because it was complete left field, regular day going to work, and then like complete chaos erupt. And then that's a story in itself. But I learned so much from that. It's like, I don't take, like, I take time very serious, especially Mm -hmm. with family, close friends, because it's not granted. Mm -hmm. So if it's like an event or birthday party, it's like, I'm going to be the one to show up. Yeah. It's like, I've learned that, you know, being there is, means so much more than, oh, I'll call you tomorrow. Cause it's just like, you never know, you never know what's going to, you have to prioritize your time. And you know, you know, the guilt of not going because you've gone through things will kind of eat you up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So to give an example, um, so when my sister passed in July of 2021, I live in West Virginia. She lives in, or she lived in Vegas. So this whole thing of time change, you know, she's sick. She's basically dying as we speak. So it's the situation of, you know, my aunt is like, do you want to go? And I'm already thinking like four steps ahead. Like if, th- if this is really happening, it was like, I have to bring her back home. Yeah. I don't know how much that's going to cost. I don't know how much that situation is going to, like, I was like, and my biggest fear was I don't want to go. And then she'd be gone by the time I get there. Yeah. I mentally didn't want that memory. Mm-hmm. So I made the decision not to go. It was like, we're going, we're going to figure this out. FaceTime was all, was always our main forms of communication so it wasn't nothing new it's just like accepting the fact that this is like really happening yeah and then even then of course it's in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of covid i didn't have a test to get on a plane the day of days prior taking Mm -hmm. that test to get on the plane this was like kind of before everybody was even getting vaccines it was just so many things going into play I was like, I just made the decision not to go because mentally I wouldn't have been emotionally and mentally stable to just sit on a plane Mm -hmm. and act normal in front of people. You know, 
I would have had to go by myself. My husband's at work. He just, you know, it was just an up and leave type. It was so, it was so chaotic. So it was like, it's making decisions that can be the best possible outcome that you can make for yourself. So, but in in losing everybody in my immediate family, each one has taught me something different. Yeah. But my mom was like the foundation of it. So last year on my birthday, I um, started a Facebook group. It's called Hearts in Heaven. Yes. And the whole reason why I started it was somebody had made a Facebook post like talking about like grief and like I don't know who I can talk to and like saying all these things and and I'm like reading it like this was me 4 years ago. Yeah. So when my mom passed, even though I had I have a great support system with family and friends and I'm all I'm grateful for all of them, but it was so crazy because I see things, you know, on social media and it takes me back to those moments. It's like I, I know what it feels like. And it's it's hard to say. I don't know how to say it without making it seem like I don't like it. But there's nothing wrong with people that go to therapy. There's nothing wrong with therapists. But I feel like if that person hasn't experienced exactly what you've gone through, there's still, like, no connection. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It was my birthday. Like, I seen that post. I was like, I'm, I was, like, scrambling at names. I was like, boom, hearts in heaven. <laughs> like, simple, easy peasy. Yeah. And it's just like, I, it's a grief support group. And... Some like people interact, some don't, but I, cause I not, and like the things that I always say is like, it's, it's not comfortable for everybody to talk about it. Yeah. And I learned, I'll keep learning that talking about it does do help, but it has to be with people that have experienced the same thing. Yeah. Because if, if you're just going to a therapist that, you know, they're there to talk to you and give you advice, but it's like, you're really not understanding what I'm talking. Like you're getting it, but you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. So that was why I made the group and it's a great group. It's Hearts and Heavens on Facebook. It shouldn't be that hard to find, but um, yeah, I had that on Facebook, and it's pretty much all my life situations and every everything that I've gone through, each one. And I, I just, it's like my outlet because I think of myself before my mom, mm-hmm. so it's like myself then needed that. Yeah. So me doing that, I feel like at least. I, at least I'm trying to help somebody. Yeah. And it can yeah. reach any, yeah. And it's like, and I'll never forget the people that randomly that I didn't talk to in years, high school, that reached out to me. And I was like, it was so heartfelt, you know? And it was like, I ain't spoke to you. So it's like, I just pay it forward with that group because there was a lot of people that reached out to me. So it's just like, it's there, it's open. It's, and, I, and I tell people, if you if you got to type something, but you don't want to share it, delete it. Yeah. Just get just get it off your chest. I never even thought about that. Just a just a space where you can speak what you want and you feel like it's a safe space with the content that you're saying because it's it's sensitive. Mm-hmm. Some people you can't listen to people to be like and then you know people say oh I can't imagine and it's like no imagine <laughs> like you, you people imagine people you. say that like no imagine that like mm-hmm. understand what that feels like and it, people don't know until they've gone through it and when they go through it it's just like it's a whole it's a whole new normal mm-hmm. it's like what is life yeah what is life? you're maneuvering through life as if it's a whole new foreign place so it's just like mentally i think a group of people who have had the same experience it's it's very much more well connected with people yeah i like the point that you said like yeah imagine like yes when people really don't have direct contact or direct access of like what you experience because everybody's story is different Mm -hmm. so you just kind of teaching and giving back to that audience what you have experienced and just kind of being selective about who you choose to talk to 
is another way that I see that you have mm-hmm. prioritized your peace then. Because you can go looking for something mm-hmm. and looking for peace, looking for relief in someone that's not. And as you say, you go looking you. for it. The crazy thing is it'll find you. Mm-hmm. Like I would, all these things that I've been doing, I would have never felt like I'd be doing this at 31 years old. Yeah. So it's just like when you go through things, those people will, will gravitate to you. To you. So yeah. I feel like, and I feel like you said like a purpose, like I feel like because of what I've gone through, some people, some people don't make it. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, lean on drugs, you know, they take another outlet, but it's like, there are ways that you can go about it, but you have to make sure that you have those positive lights in front of you. Because if you have those negative lights in front of you, then you're going to go in the other way. Other way. So you have to find something to put your time into that's positive. Something that you like. Like like I mentioned, I'm, I like plants. Mm-hmm. Until I worked at the garden center, I didn't um, appreciate it as much as I thought I did. It made me appreciate it more. It made mm-hmm. me like the outdoors more. So it's like when like it's getting ready to be warm outside. I want to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's been in winter. It's snowing. Like I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> like it's just, you never realize how much just like a nice day can take effect of your mood. Yeah. So it's just like you know, it's 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 getting yourself out of a hard out of a hard place because it's it's hard to do. And, and people always like they say to me, "Oh, you're so strong. I admire your strength." But it's like at the same time, I appreciate that, and I love that people tell me that. But it's like y'all don't see me on my bad days. Yeah. 